This is Anabaptist Perspectives. Today on Anabaptist Perspectives, we're here with John D. Martin to respond to some criticism that you got of one of the last episodes we did last season. Um, that episode was episode 96, The Importance of the Kingdom of God. And we talked a little bit about it off camera before, and I think some of it's a lack of context or, or misunderstanding. So this episode, we're going to do, hopefully, clarify that. Can I just read the comments someone had given? Um, and there were several comments that were similar to this one, but this encaptures it the best. So Titus says, this episode, the one we had done with you before, this episode captures what I love most about Anabaptism and what I hate most about Anabaptism. John lays out a beautiful, robust, biblical vision for the motif of the kingdom of God as the central concept of the Christian faith. However, he goes on to say that he cannot think of any other Christian group who also understands this theology, right after quoting N.T. Wright, exclamation point. I love the theology and cannot stand the exclusivity. This is why I always loved the Moravians. They were extremely devoted to the Lamb, but never judged fellow believers who lived out their faith differently than they did. So I think what Titus is suggesting here is, and I think I remember when we did the interview, you had said, I'm not sure the exact wording, but we were talking about this theology of the kingdom, um, and you didn't really mention any other groups that, that follow that. And he picked up on that and says, hey, wait a second. Would you be willing to respond, or, or what's the misunderstanding here? I was a bit perplexed by the criticism because I really don't believe that, that nobody else ever saw that. I think the point I was trying to make was that this got lost in the general theology of the church, mm. and uh, the church sort of went off to figure out how we can get everybody to heaven. We had then many versions of what I call the Save Me Gospel. But there certainly were people throughout history that picked up on this. I think right now the Puritans, whose stated objective in coming to the New World was to establish a city set on a hill. And I'm not sure what all their theology was about that. I haven't studied into it deeply. But they did have some sense uh, that they were a community that was going to uh, shed a light to the world around them as to how people should live together. So, no, this has not been completely missing from the gospel and I'm sure there are many groups that I don't know about who really captured it well, maybe even better than we have, uh, and that wouldn't be too difficult. But the general Christianity has been focused, at least as I listen to what people say and as I hear the gospel preached, it's pretty much focused on what we need to do to get to heaven and escape perdition. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was responding to. Mm -hmm. and, and I think in that message, I gave uh, reference to church creeds which say nothing about the kingdom, except one of them, I think, mentions it and places it in the future. So that was the, the context of what I was saying, that this somehow has not been a prominent teaching of the gospel in a general way. Mm, okay, so it's not that you're saying we as Anabaptist people have an exclusive no. ownership of this. No. Okay, so it was, so he mentions the Moravians, N.T. Wright, et cetera, as some examples of people yeah. who teach the kingdom of God. Yes. Would you agree with that? I agree with that, yes. Mm -hmm. I think you'll find that's the minority view, that that has not been the majority view of the gospel. That makes sense. And are you saying more in the American context or just the global church as a whole historically? Uh, I'm not prepared to, to give a panoramic comment, but uh, I would say probably universally that's been true all down through church history, mm -hmm. that uh, people who captured this were people who, who really did focus on the church as a community of faith, a society of redeemed, that we're mm -hmm. a city set on a hill giving a light to the world, not just as individuals, but as a community. Wherever you find that, you have a kingdom concept. Okay, that makes good sense there. So to, to hone it in a bit more for us as Anabaptists, 
what are some ways you think that the Anabaptist people um, do emphasize the kingdom that you know maybe a lot of other churches don't? And well, there's what's always the benefits there? there's always been a tremendous focus on the importance of the church, and I think that comes right out of the kingdom theology of original Anabaptism that this community of faith that's where our whole focus should be, and it's important to be part of that, and it's important to be a functioning member of that. That has always been a distinguishing feature. And I want to be careful, not an exclusive feature, but it always Mm -hmm. has been a strong feature of our people. However, I feel in the last century, it got disconnected from the kingdom teaching. And I was growing up probably with a concept that you really need to be part of the church because that's how you get to heaven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Not so much the church as a society of the redeemed demonstrating what the whole world should look like or what God's original Mm -hmm. ideal for society was. I did not hear that concept. Uh, and like I said, the church was very important, but I think in the last century, uh, with, as I mentioned, the uh, gospel song, which focuses on getting saved and going to heaven, revivalistic preaching, which is all about you need to get saved if you don't want to go to hell, and also I would say dispensationalism uh, made its inroads in the Mennonite church as well. And those three things uh, that were sort of a focus of the last century, I think, shifted the attention away from demonstrating heaven on earth to getting to heaven when you die. Well, I think, yeah, I think that responds well to to what Titus was saying. And there were some other people too that were just not sure quite what's being communicated here, the context. I'm, I'm glad you're willing to do a, a follow-up like this and, and help explain well, it. Well, I would yeah. say that if you ever teach something uh, from the gospel that nobody ever heard of before, you can be sure it's heresy. So let's not do that. <laughs> in fact, in or- when I discover something, I usually look in history to see if anybody else has said that. Mm. Because truth always confirms itself, and nobody ever comes up with any new truth. The prosperity gospel, for instance, is a new truth that is absolutely dead wrong. That's an example of what I'm talking about. I would say the second work of grace teaching, that you can have an experience that eradicates uh, all your sins and you can live sinlessly. Uh, That was not historic Christianity. So I think it's very important that we anchor ourselves in historic Christianity, that we comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height of the love of Christ. And so uh, that's why I sort of wondered when I read that criticism, I don't believe this. I, I believe that I'm in the stream of, of other people who have, have understood this concept of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, if, if I thought it was a new truth, I would immediately reject it. Mm-hmm. I would say I've I've misunderstood something. Yeah, that that's really helpful. I feel that fleshes out, gives more context mm-hmm. to to that episode, and and maybe well we'll we'll link that episode down below if people want to go and watch it again, and sure. um, and this will help be kind of supplementary to that. Mm-hmm. And to the audience, people listening, watching, do leave comments or or submit questions or things that hey maybe that's not clear, and we'll try to do what we just did here. Come back, do a follow up explain it a little more deeply, make sure we're communicating clearly what we're actually trying to teach here. So thank you for taking the time to do that. For more information about Anabaptist Perspectives, to read our blog, to donate, and to see videos of the conversations you hear on this podcast, visit anabaptistperspectives.org. We'd love to hear from our audience, so leave your feedback in the comments for this podcast or send us a message through our Facebook page. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Anabaptist Perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We invite you to join our monthly partner program. 
Monthly partners are key to the financial sustainability of Anabaptist Perspectives. Partners also gain access to bonus content, including our exclusive podcast where we respond to audience questions and comments. Sign up at anabaptistperspectives.org.